if you care about your country, if you're concerned with the direction America is headed, if you're concerned that we live in a society where you're not allowed to question where the virus came from, if you're sick and tired of all this shit, then guess what? There's a reason why you're listening to me right now. We left a trail of breadcrumbs like Mexican Morpheus. Red tamal, blue tamal. Thank you for choosing the red tamal. Welcome to RPT. The way it works here is we are protected by a subscription business model. What you do is you go to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. You sign up for the price of a cup of coffee and you get multiple podcast shows. Rob, tell them what they get. Every Monday you get a chingo chat, which is the non-political version of Red Pill Tamales. Uh, it's not political-ish. Mm-hmm. On Wednesdays, there's a public episode on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere we get your shows. And on Friday is a bonus RPT that you get exclusively on Patreon only. And in the future, we are working on more programming for the rest of the week so that you can have five days a week, nonstop, chingo bling, RPT. That's right. Puro pinche RPT. So we are syndicated. We're broadcasting everywhere. Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Spread the word. But if you want the whole enchilada, if you want to dig deeper, if you want the entire episodes, the exclusive content, head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. This show is great because of the audience, the Tamal Intelligence Agency. All right. So you've come to the right place. Do it now. Take action. Sign up. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. All right, so check it out, yo. If you're like us and you want to get more books read, but can't always find the damn time to sit your ass down and read an actual book, then try Audible. We partner with Audible to give you, members of the TIA, the TIA, and all our podcast listeners, a free book is yours to keep forever and a 30-day trial of their Audible Premium Plus package. No contract. You can cancel anytime, and they'll give you a reminder when your trial is about to end. Here's all you got to do. A couple steps. Click the link in the show notes below, or just go to audibletrial.com forward slash red pill tamales. Click on Audible Premium Plus. Put your info, browse what book you want, and get your free book. Uh, let us know what you got. Why'd you, why'd you get that book, and what'd you think about it? We'll talk about it on the show. Sass. Right now, I want you to get ready for the Masa Messiah, the Tamale Kingpin. You know where I'm going with this? And Ray the Four Play. I'm all, hey, I'm already not comfortable. The Versace Mariachi. What? All the way from Houston, Texas. Chingo Gentlemen, welcome to RPT, season number seven, episode 76. It is Wednesday, August the 4th, the year of our Lord, 2021. I am your host, Chingo Bling, and we got producer Rob in the building. What up, everyone? We rocking that new Tia merch. Hell yeah. Tamal Intelligence Agency. All this stuff will be up on the website real, real soon. I've been busy having babies, you know. I've been multiplying. I'm trying to spread the seed. You know what I'm talking about? We got a country to save, Rob. We need soldiers, brother. We, we got to protect the nuclear family. And we need strong people, not weak people. That's right, man. Educate your kids, man. Brainwash them in a good way before the world tries to brainwash them. Um, I got a lot of mouths to feed, and I am on tour. Freedom of speech tour. I'm headed to San Jose, California. Hopefully, beautiful, beautiful Gavin Newsom with his beautiful hair beautiful. will not get recalled, and he will not shut down the state. So I'll be in San Jose, August 18th. Also, if anyone's listening from New Orleans, I'm going to be with uh, Jonathan Copel. 
uh, he's putting together a nice rally in New Orleans for freedom. So I'll be out there hanging out August 14th. Uh, but back to the tour. Denver, Colorado, August 27th through the 29th. El Paso, Texas, September 9th through the 11th. Brea, California, September 15th. Oxnard, Califas, September 16th. Addison, Texas, I'll be at the Improv. October 7th through the 10th. San Antonio, Texas, October 14th through the 16th. Irvine, California, November 3rd. And then finally, Houston, Texas, November 5th through the 7th. It is a freedom of speech tour. Very, very important. Sass. We got to protect that speech, brother. We do, absolutely. And if you guys want to join the next Zoom cast that we're going to be doing, that's just what we called it, right? Just it's I, what I it like is. that, man. Yeah. man. See, man, next to Trump, you're probably the king of branding. Hey, bro. man, you know I'm trying right that, now. That's coming from me. That's That actually means a lot. Jingle yeah, Bling, uh, he started branding when, when before there was even an internet. So how yeah. the fuck do you do that? Right? Damn, man. I'm old as fuck. That's true, though. Talking <laughs> about street teams and shit. Like, what? What's a street oh, team? Yeah, what are yeah, you talking yeah. about? Bitch, I had a street team. <laughs> My, bitch, I was, I was mailing flyers. Yeah, what were you slinging? Tamales and what else? Dude, I was mailing flyers. Like, you, if you were on my street team, I'd mail you a box of flyers. It wasn't just a post. It wasn't an upload. You would mail the, the street yeah, team like say you Yeah, like, say you had, like, a, a kid in Fresno, a kid in Oregon, like, a kid, like, in Chicago that, that was like down and they wanted to spread the word you'd mail them some posters mail them a t-shirt a cd and put some flyers in there man i wonder how many people are still doing that these days mm. probably not enough yeah i don't know um so yeah if you want to join us on the next zoom cast uh, we had probably about 20 tia members we did it middle of the day we're going to try to plan august a little bit better with yeah. more notice mm -hmm. maybe at a later time of the day where we can actually pop that modello or whatever it is you drink and kind of have a good time and talk about some serious subjects but keep it light keep it fun yeah. all inside of the patreon yeah it was great it was great um you know just to reiterate what rob said this was exclusive for some patrons i got to see their face they got to chime in you know they were talking uh they can go so to go back and listen to it, you have to be a patron. Yeah. Yes, there's a there's about well actually all there's a 20 minute teaser of that episode like every other episode okay. on the iTunes, but it's only the first 20 minutes you and I did an intro. Oh god, the it, entire Zoomcast is only on Patreon if you're a, yeah, a member. I, I learned a lot, man. Uh, one one young lady, I believe she was from Dallas, she said that she tuned out from Chingo Bling when I started going too hard on the they can't deport us all. I was going mm. too hard for the immigrants, and she was like. She had an experience where... Oh, with her children. Uh, yeah, right? her kid, she was trying to get her kid in preschool, mm -hmm. and she did everything she was supposed to do. She was playing by the rules. She did the waiting list. She did the whole shebang. Come to find out, they were like, oh, your child isn't priority because your child is a citizen. How crazy is that? What the fuck? Come on, man. Come, Where is it at? Come on, man. That is so crazy to me. And uh, shout out. I think that was either Amy or, or Rosa. Yeah, I think her name was Amy. Okay. Este, another gentleman who caught the vid, uh, he was still on a, on an oxygen thing. Yeah, he, Luis, he had, while yeah, he was on the tube collar. Yeah, he, he called it Calirado. He said that's where he's <laughs> from. So he had the tube thing, and he was working, and um, that was terrible. He said he had some scarring on his lungs, uh, but he, he chimed in about... A lot you know, of stuff. A lot, a lot, a lot of the leftists. Highway? I know a big old thing of spit. Um, a lot of the leftists that moved to Colorado and they're just like California in his his state. Yeah, uh, He's trying to get out of there, man. Every day yeah. I get people inside my personal uh, DMs at Rob G TV if you want to follow uh, who are just trying to balance California. Mm. Tons mm. every day. Yeah, so. I mean, as it is, bro, as it is, the entire country, you know, taxes about to go up, cost of goods going up. They're they're screwing us at the gas pump. Uh, it's very unfortunate. They're trying to literally crush the U.S. dollar. Meanwhile, you got the southern border wide open. So all these folks, you know, I don't knock them because I don't blame them for wanting to show up 
because they're, they're putting the red carpet out. Yeah. They're being invited. So all these folks are about to enter the labor force in the middle of hyperinflation. You know, Wall Street's loving it because they love some cheap labor. They, they want some, a slave class. Uh, the Democrats love it because they want those voters. That's why they're not letting the Cubans in. So all the while, they're about to put the squeeze on the working class, the blue collar folk. You know, black folk, brown folk, poor white folk. Yeah, uh, makes me think sometimes what the you know Uber driver, taxi driver, the people you've had these conversations with in the past in, in other cities or states or even countries. What I wonder what's going like what they're going through right now. Just you know, they're trying to spit them game at you, and then now let's fast forward six months. Like, what's their life like? Yeah, because especially the migrant crisis is global. It's global because when America put puts out the message like the 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 bat light of saying come to america yeah you're not gonna get sent back you're not gonna get deported just come through well yeah that's gonna disrupt everything like now people from ghana people from haiti people from all over are trying to find traffickers to help them get through costa rica who do i know in nicaragua you know what i mean like who's gonna usher me in through all these countries so that you can efficiently make it to Del Rio, Texas, or right. Mission, or McAllen. I just saw something that McAllen, um, it's like 7,000 migrants got dumped off downtown McAllen. They're having to set up these temporary camps now. Um, let me find it real quick. Yeah, here's a video from, uh, shout out Oscar, uh, shot me a DM. He said, Rob, my cousin uh, down in La Jolla just sent me this video of immig- immigrants costing. I don't have the, the followers that you guys do, but figured you can talk about it on the podcast, do what you got to do with it. And it's just, you know, just a big ass group of people just in the middle uh, yeah. of the night. Hundreds, bro. Hundreds and hundreds. And it's not slowing down. It's only getting worse. Yeah. It's only getting worse. And we were watching CNN this morning from the hospital and um, not a peep. Not a peep. Yeah. And they weren't going to talk about that. Uh, here's something that um, Myra R143 out of McAllen, she posted. The city of McAllen is putting up tents in an empty lot near the intersection of North 23rd Street and Buddy Owens Boulevard. The tents will temporarily house migrants released by Border Patrol. So now they're spending more of the city taxpayer money on the border crisis, which Biden created. Uh, since 2014, city of McAllen residents have dished out more than $2 million to pay for this and not a peep from the city leaders. No one has the balls to stand up for the residents. So he, uh, he follows up with my cousins. So the cousin took this video as a lib and not down with Biden at all and his bullshit, but she wanted to see the border for herself. So I said, uh, which is around the block from where they live. And I said, what does she think about it all now? Nothing, not much other than, you know, basically should be, Biden should be getting crucified the way Trump did during mm. his presidency for what's going on. And it's not out of the ordinary for immigrants to show up knocking at my grandma's house asking for food. She's been lucky thus far that nothing's happened to her. Oh, bro, for I forget. So we just had a baby. Uh, we were in the hospital. For, you can hear about it all on Chingo Chats. Yeah, go, go tune in on that. So while we were in the hospital... Este Marisol had already signed up to Fox Nation. Have you, have you heard of that? Yeah, they're happy. Yeah. Yeah. You heard of that? Okay. So I got a love-hate relationship with Fox News, right? I think we all do. Yeah, because yeah. they're owned by the Murdochs. They're not covering Mike Lindell's cyber symposium. They decided to not run the ads that uh, Mike Lindell was trying to run. They're not covering the elections or the, or the uh, audits. forensic audits. Yeah. So love-hate. They're owned by the Murdochs. It is what it is. Anyway, so Tucker Carlson is doing the Lord's work over there. He did a few docu-series, bro. 
I don't know if you've seen them, but if you go on Fox Nation, the app, and stream some of these episodes, they're really, really well done. They're like documentaries. They have one that's all about MS-13. So they're like showing like the prison's full. This is when he, when Tucker went down to interview the president of El Salvador who fucking tightened shit up. Bro, he, when that new little president, the little Lebanese cat, whatever mm-hmm. he is, from El Salvador, when he got into office, crime went down, murder rates went down because you got 18th Street Gang, MS-13. They're just basically extorting the citizens and small business owners. Um, they don't just kill you. They overkill you. Mm-hmm. Like, they stab the shit out of you. Some of them are little devil worshipers and stuff. And um, a lot of hits were being called from within the prison in El Salvador. So somebody might get killed in Cali, in California. It was all from a phone call in El Salvador within the prison. So first thing he did, he said, all right, bet. He called the, um, I guess all the telecom, the telecommunication companies and said, hey, I don't want to see no activity from these prisons. Shut it down. Boom. So now these people, oh, here's another thing he did. He was the first one to mix the prisons up where you got both rivals. You got MS-13 and 18th Street in there together. Para que se den en la madre. Para que se maten a la fregada. And uh, I don't know if they had a truce. I don't know how much violence there was. But basically, there's no TV, no phone, no nothing. Strict lockdown. All y'all in the same cell. Ain't shit for you to do. Like, it's rough. Um, But anyway, he has several docuseries. He did one all about the border. So he's in Uvalde, Texas. Hmm. He's down there talking to uh, landowners, ranchers. and Tucker himself? Yeah, Tucker's down there with his production crew, and they'll meet with the sheriff, and the sheriff is like, we're going to go over here. We got to go check these trains because these trains pass through here, and there's always migrants in there. So they're like, okay, train just showed up. Boom, they catching people. Uh, there's high-speed chases. Um, they went to kick it with some ranchers, some people that have some land and they got a house and, you know, a little backyard and they have kids and stuff and they're riding around on the little like gator, the little golf cart mm-hmm. type thing. And they're just showing like damage on their property, people trying to sleep on their property, like breaking shit, polluting, littering, showing them their uh, ring camera of them trying to like break into the house um, in the middle of them being out there. Then people had to get their guns and go haul ass because it was some some cartel motherfuckers some crazy shit but um all these different episodes are like really well done hmm. it's on fox nation and you could just go on there and just click different ones i wonder what the relationship is with fox and somebody like a tucker carlson who i think has the biggest news show in the entire country that's why he's under attack that's why he's spying on him yeah that's true. That's how you know you're above the target. You start catching all that heat. I mean, think about how the left has treated me. Yeah. You know, the party, what is it? The party of the tolerance or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're catching heat. You know, if if you're over there with the George Lopez's of the world, ain't nobody really fucking with you except for some of the patriots. They get on the comments, be like, bitch, you told us to vote for Biden. Yeah. This is, own it, bro. You were on there uh, hosting Zoom calls with this man uh, you you damn near you the one to press play on Despacito, you know what I mean? Like the evil Longoria's of the world, not a peep. So, um, but anybody that leaves the Democrat plantation, 
boy, you start catching catching them lashings. Yep. They coming after you, and that's how you know you're above the target. And I'm not seeing anybody talk about any of these because you're seeing more and more articles or, or videos come out about how uh, what are we calling her? Kemala is <laughs> like the most unlike vice president in the history of <laughs> vice presidents. You know, she she couldn't she couldn't oh get a, a, a fucking percentage points of of any kind of favor when she was running for president. And it's funny, dude, because like she called out Biden, you know, for the racism and yeah. the bills. She called out uh, everybody on that, you know, DNC stage. And then Tulsi sank her ship and then she dropped out. Mm-hmm. And then somehow here she is. Yeah, she was single digit Kamala. Yeah. And somehow, some way, man, she got ushered in. I mean, I'm not a huge, uh, you know, Bernie fan just because of all the socialism. Yeah. But arguably he is a populist, you know, for the people or whatever. Yeah. And um, the DNC shafted him a couple times. Twice, yeah, or three a times. A couple times. Yeah. So, I mean, goddamn. Uh, I mean, they screwed Trump over because I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but, um, you know, if y'all look into those, um, what are, what's the word, anomalies or yeah. whatever, like there's just some things that don't add up. Like in Wisconsin, I think Trump, y'all could go fact check me because I, I haven't slept. We just had a baby. <laughs> but I think... Um, I think in Wisconsin, he lost by like 20,000 votes. Mm-hmm. However, they found like over 160,000 votes that were just like super illegitimate. Yeah, that's, that was something similar in uh, Arizona, right? In, is that Maricopa, Maricopa County? Yeah. And not they, only that, but that place isn't, you know, the county isn't playing ball with whatever they're asking for. Yeah, so. yeah you got Biden's Department of Justice trying mm-hmm. to put the kibosh on it. And then I saw on CNN this morning, they were talking about um, Georgia and all the i guess discrepancies with that election and they're like these are baseless there's been zero evidence and it's like bro come on now y'all know damn well georgia was more of a cesspool than arizona and meanwhile california's recall election is going to be mail-in ballots yeah because of the delta because of delta so these motherfuckers man they're using every letter in the greek alphabet to get what they want accomplished. If they want to lock you down, if they want to crush small business, if they want to usher in vaccine passports, if they want to bar you, was it ban you from gyms and, and indoor dining or whatever based on vax status, they just using the Delta. And if that shit don't work, they're going to hit you with the Lambda. And if that shit don't, that don't work, the, the, the Iota and the Phi and the, and the Kappa, wait till that Kappa come through. When I was driving over here, I was thinking to myself, man, it's funny the people that I saw post like on election or even you know inauguration day, uh, the I, I, the captions were pretty similar just from random people. All right, you know let's get everybody brace yourself for this totalitarian you know fascism socialist you know communist world that's coming sarcastically as mm-hmm. if like you know I can't believe people were you know thinking that's what's gonna happen. Oh, leftist saying yeah, it? yeah yeah yeah. Uh, now it's like I wonder what they think about what's oh, going man. on. Maybe they still don't see it. Um, for sure they don't. Yeah, for sure they. I don't. mean the only shit it's just a few patriots standing in their way bro the people that's like hey we still got the constitution you know you still can't run amok and strip us of all of our freedoms but like every chance they get they're just what's the word man chipping away yeah chipping away at the constitution chipping away at the freedoms and it's like if y'all only knew what some other countries you know have gone through are going through. Are going through, yeah. yeah. Are going through. I mean, all these little communist sympathizers, take your ass to Venezuela. You yeah. like some damn communism so bad. Take your ass to Cuba. Go to North yeah. Korea. Go yeah. to North Korea. You like it so much. Uh, PragerU has a really good uh, Che Guevara video right now. Have you seen it? No. Yeah, I, mean, there's, I mean, people have made tons of them, and, and PragerU's done a few of them. 
But the little animation, you know, it's really simple animation, but it gets the point across because they have such good storytellers on there. But it was great, man. And it's it's like, I wish everybody that wears a Shea shirt or has a flag mm-hmm. would watch that mm-hmm. and then have a real conversation about it. Yeah, I may have been guilty of that. I don't know. Maybe when I was like young in college. Yeah, but if you don't know, you don't know. You know, yeah, because you just see it at the mall and you're like, well, shit, Jay-Z yeah, wore it. Hot Topic or, or at, some yeah, shit. Yeah, Target. And it, now that I think about it, Oh, my God. It's like, first of all, Jay-Z, how dare you wear that? Like, if you don't know what that is, um, if I'm not mistaken, I was, like, in Miami kicking it with, with a pit bull and some of his people a long time ago, and they're all damn near mostly Cuban-American. Yeah. And um, I think I remember hearing them say something like, yo, this motherfucker Jay-Z wore that stupid-ass shit. <laughs> and I'm like, it looks like a cool design to me. Like, the dude's face is on there, and I'm just like, huh? Like, I think even at... At that point, I think I might have owned a shirt like that or I didn't know or whatever. And they're like, bro, that's communism. And even then, I'm just like, mm, I don't know what the fuck that is. And they're <laughs> like, bro, that's what our people escaped. Like, that's why our people have no freedom. And that's why they would call a Cuba Libre, the drink, a mentirita, meaning Cuba ain't libre. So now knowing what I know, it's like Target better not have no shit like that. Yeah. Like, do not promote any of this Marxist crap, you know, it's terrible. It, it just leads to communism. Yeah, and it, and it leads to people who are, you know, easily susceptible to things like that, rhetoric like that, narratives mm-hmm. like that, to just fall for it, hook, line, and sinker, because you, mm-hmm. don't know no, you don't know no better. Because they package it real nice. Like, well, it's about equality. Yeah, in Cuba, people equally starving. <laughs> and they equally ain't got no rights. Have we mentioned the TIA merch, by the way? Chingo's got a lot of mouths <clears throat> to feed. You no, know I'm talking about I got mouths to feed, baby. Brand new Thea merch. Yeah, this is my favorite hat. Shout out to the patrons. Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales. Yayo. Yayo. So where do we start today, man? I know we're, we're kind of just easing into it. I like the conversational kind of thing because there's just a lot to have conversations about, right? Oh, man. So besides the topics and the actual news that's going on out there, I think as listeners come to the podcast, they appreciate you just kind of pontificating about what's going on from mm-hmm. somebody who understands like what you just explained right a story from probably 15 20 years ago Uh where you just were oblivious to it and now that you're not oblivious to it it makes a lot of sense whoa yeah you're playing with fire yeah and you're putting the two situations together and expressing that in a way that people should be able to get yeah it's dangerous ideology very dangerous marxism in the past has been used to divide people based off class like they sell you this idea that like hey man the rich people got to pay their part which they should Right. But they sell it to you in a way where it's like, before you know it, then you have any struggle sessions. You know what I mean? Where you're just like selling out your mom. Like, I think my mom is a capitalist and, you know, she's against the the community. And and here we are. They're teaching critical race theory. They're teaching that, you know, all white people bad. They're responsible for every atrocity and all black people, brown people are victims. And, you know, it's not enough to be not racist. You have to be anti-racist. Yeah, stupid and shit like that. My morning. So I hope you finish the uh, the Yummy Park uh, <laughs> the North Korean defector between now and either tomorrow or the day after when we record the mm-hmm. premium episode of RPT so that we can talk more about how something like that, you know, could happen here. But then also just maybe your takeaways from it because I mentioned the Chingo chat. I'm just... I have, I've, I've always had, you know, uh, a heart for everybody, no matter what, but when it's so just stupid, I'm going to tell you it's stupid. What, what's stupid? What any, about? any, any little, uh, you know, crying wolf for any little thing that's just uh, completely mm-hmm. 
nonsensical See, yeah. and unreasonable because a lot of this stuff is just unreasonable so basically i think what rob is trying to say is say that it. when you go listen to uh yeon mi park on joe rogan she was from north korea and she escaped when you hear about the atrocities of communism the dangers of marxism and what this young lady had to endure and witness it it just makes everything else like all kind of little first world problems mm -hmm. Like you over here got fat on your body and you complaining about some shit. There's people literally being starved to death. Yeah. So when I mean, you, when you talk graphic. about oppression, yeah, really graphic. When you talk about oppression, you know, she went through real oppression. So mm -hmm. when she's like, when I hear people talk about, you know, you're oppressed because you're white or black or something or brown, it, that's not real oppression. You know, yeah. like, let me tell you what's really. So it's just like, again, you still have, you know, a heart for people here in the States. But when it's just unreasonable i'm gonna call you i'm just i have no, i have no no desire to to what do you uh what do you call it just like uh tiptoe tiptoe sugarcoat sugarcoat whatever adjective you want to use it's just so dumb a lot of it's so dumb a lot of it's just bad ideas that are getting spouted by people with platforms you know people with audiences makes it that much harder for people like us to have a reasonable conversation about yeah. it. it when you hear what yon yon me park yon me yeah yon me park went through it makes you appreciate, dude, by the grace of God, I was born in America. Right? Oh, my God. It just, like, I, I damn near want to cry right now. <laughs> However, I mean, our freedoms are being stripped away little by little, but we're still the shit. Yeah. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, you cannot do what we're able to do in America. You cannot do it anywhere else. Like, try it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Go to Mexico. The vessel ain't shit compared yeah. to the dollar even though right now they're trying to crush the u.s dollar right now the u.s dollar is still the standard right we're able to print up money out of thin air and get by as they're trying to figure out how they're going to back all that spending like oh, i guess we're going to tax people more they're trying to figure out they're going to sell more government bonds to other countries but they don't want it anymore because they already bought all the ones they wanted so inflation is through the roof but even still this is still America, even with all the fucking bullshit propaganda and all the dumb woke crap. And I mean, division is at an all time high. Our elections are not as credible as you would like them to be. But this is still America. And we got, I mean, people got to stand up, man. Like, don't don't fall for the okie doke and don't let them Cuomo <laughs> you to death. You know, don't let them uh, de Blasio you to death. Don't let them Newsome you to death where they're just like, Delta is very scary. Don't worry that our southern border is wide open and we bring it, we import into Delta. Delta is very scary. Therefore, fuck your rights. Yeah. And that goes into some of the topics today. But before we get into those, we haven't mentioned the, uh, the housing moratorium that, you know, the, oh, yeah, the eviction crisis, the eviction crisis uh, that's uh -huh. coming because it, it ran out July 31st. And now uh, Joe B. Dividen is uh, trying to, you know, put something together to keep pushing that off, I guess. So, to the best of my knowledge, States have money, have funds, but they've been having a hard time putting together a system to get them to the people that need it, right? But it only counts or goes toward things that happen, I think, if it was the CARES Act or whatever it was back in September where, when this started under Trump, that people will get their rent, I guess, or the landlords will get their money for the rent that they're owed. But it's still going on. It's July It's uh, August 4th, rather, and this ran out the 31st. So what's going to happen? Who's going to end up on the streets? What landlords are going to be stuck holding the bills? And, you know, all this shit's still coming up on top of the things you mentioned, the inflation and the skyrocketing gas prices. So, some of our renters called and they're like, hey, we caught COVID and we got fired because of it. So I know it's the first. So what can you do? 
Damn. And Mighty Stone's in a hospital bed. Like, can you pay half? You know what I'm saying? Because shit, we we gonna be stuck with the bill, right? So ta cabron. Um, but yes, I definitely want to go finish listening to that Rogan episode. Yes. Uh, bless her heart, Yeon Mi Park, for spreading the word of America equals freedom. Don't let them take that away. You know, because your kids are gonna grow up in a world where they're not gonna know what freedom is like. They're not. They're not gonna miss it because yeah. they won't know what it is. So for every woke person spewing that crap rhetoric like those soccer players kneeling and 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 uh, what's it logan park what's the name logan paul yeah logan paul logan paul shouting his little struggle session hopefully a lot of people can go listen to, to young me parks episode and realize okay this is really scary to be seeing people literally just dead bodies every day you know totalitarianism uh only one channel state-funded curated media propaganda um all power to the government big big government no liberties very very scary so this clip's kind of long but i kind of wanted this to segue into something else but this is uh from cbs you know biden's talking about the moratorium and and whether it's going to hold up constitutionally right Mm -hmm. what what they're trying to do so you know check it out if you haven't heard him talk about it it's just he he sounds so like out of it like actually let's play a a little bit of here he is listening to his earpiece uh he sounds just like defeated. Partial eviction moratorium, COVID-related. Can you tell us any more about that? And are you sure it's going to pass Supreme Court muster? The answer is twofold. One, I've sought out constitutional scholars to determine what is the best possibility that would come from executive action or the CDC's judgment. What could they do that was most likely? to pass muster constitutionally. The bulk of the constitutional scholarship says that it's not likely to pass constitutional muster. So he's just, it's super long, he talks super slow, but it's just like, it's just circles, you know? It's just like diarrhea of the mouth shit that doesn't make, I mean, I'm sure the reporters a lot of times are like, what, that didn't answer my question at all. So then, you know, I read this, or I listen to this and I read it, and this guy's right here is the first first reply that I see. Can you okay. read that for the listeners? Okay, Joel Wendland Liu says, some capitalist landlord and another will be out there fighting to throw people out onto the streets. And that's how a lot of people see what's happening, right? Not keeping, and then I think there was another good reply to it. Uh, uh, yeah, right under uh, it. Someone said, this may be unconstitutional, but it's an American right to fuck over those working in favor of those who think they shouldn't have to work. Where was it? Man, there was another one where, um, oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to pull it up because it was someone else replied to that guy, I think. But either way, here's, I wanted to just highlight, this is the kind of people that are, you know, having these conversations on Twitter and talking about subjects like this. Look at the guy's profile. Look at his Joel Wendland Liu. How about 189 followers? He said, what, what, what do you want to read? His bio. Look at his Survivor of January 6th terrorism. <laughs> okay, this has to be a bot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Shut the fuck you up. You know how many people are out there? They're just, or not people, but like accounts rather that are spewing. This shit, he looks like a made up fucking Photoshop character. They just grabbed a photo somewhere. Yeah. It's hard to find out who's a real person and who ain't. And it's all just like, you know, Nancy Pelosi tweets and it's just all the, look look at this. He's got no followers, obviously, but it's just how many of these fake ass accounts 
are out there spewing this stuff. How many fake ass accounts have I argued with back and forth? <laughs> <laughs> with some dude in Indonesia that has like 20 cell phones taped to a wall. It's so dumb, man. It's so dumb. So, but anyway, somebody but, else. But I, I will say this. Yeah. Um, this moratorium, <clears throat> I don't fully comprehend all the nuance of it. I saw a clip where Tim Pool was trying to warn people about like, you know, the bubble and everything that might be coming and what all ramifications could be. But shit, I could barely spell moratorium. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. I know somebody's going to grab that part and be like, see, see, he doesn't know anything <clears throat> about anything. He can't even spell moratorium. He just told you himself. Oh, you know what? I actually pulled a little Politico article here that might give a little bit of a brief description. Hey, really, this is sad as fuck right here under the picture. Oh, wow. There's a photo caption. Chelsea Rivera, 27, stands outside Franklin County Evictions Court in Columbus, Ohio. The single mom is behind $2,900 in rent and late fees for the one-bedroom apartment she rented for herself and her three young sons. So I think the, the critique I've heard is that a lot of folks were getting that government money yeah. and they weren't paying their rent because they, sure. like, they were like, <clears throat> shit, I'm getting money from the government and I've got this moratorium where I have to pay my rent. And I'm gonna go buy Jordans. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here, read the uh, if you're short uh, in time. These are kind of three bullet points oh, okay. I think will help people. All right, here we go. A CDC ordered eviction moratorium expired July 31st, and top Democrats are at odds about how to revive it. About 3.6 million people face eviction within two months, and about six million households are behind on their rent. Estimates of the back rent owed are in the tens of billions of dollars. Here comes Black... What is it, BlackRock? Yeah. BlackRock gonna come in and buy it all up. Swoop. About $42 billion in aid remains unspent as many states struggled to set up rental assistance programs. So this is kind of what you were saying, which is there's money that the states have where they haven't figured out the best system mm-hmm. to get it to the landlords yeah. to cover for the folks that probably couldn't go to work yeah couldn't go to work weren't getting enough money or whatever but again that i think is going to cover september to last month essentially and then what because they're still not you know able to pay the rent it's almost like this is a symptom of lockdowns <laughs> yeah one of many unfortunate symptoms. ain't that a bitch but you know what more is coming so what do you want to do about it man i'm telling y'all man some of this stuff is just like by design it's just it, by design. It just seems that way, doesn't it? It's just it? on purpose. It's it, like, how do we destabilize a country? How do we destabilize a superpower? It, Let's get one of their political powers. I mean, one of their political parties. Let's just say, let, pretend I'm China. And I want to be real cool with the Democrats. Hey, here's what I need y'all to do. I need y'all to listen to everything the CDC going to say and just follow the playbook. Whatever Swalwell, whatever we told our spies to tell Swalwell to do, do that. It just seems like Pelosi and some of these people are, are uh, in their pocket. And um, these politicians seem like they've been bought and paid for. And here we are. Somebody stuck holding the bill. Yeah. And then, you know, it, it sounds weird saying that out loud. Like what you just said, like, how do you, how else, you know, do you crumble a uh, superpower? Or yeah. it's weird that we're having these kind of conversations, but it by design, it looks like by design is what's happening. And it looks like a lot of people are falling for it, uh, don't want to see it are ignoring the fact that it's real and it makes you wonder like how many of those people are npcs this is where we put our tinfoil hats on how many of these people are just completely bad shit lost their mind mental and just can't see it or refuse to see it because they've been <laughs> they've been compromised somehow <clears throat> yeah it's like if you're let's just pretend you're china yeah 
before you get to a kinetic war, right? Before before wars get, you know, physical. Yeah. Where you got to have, you know, some ships in, you know, South China Sea or something. Um, you're probably going to want to crush the U.S. dollar. Sure. You probably want some critical race theory in their military. You probably want to brainwash their future generation, their kids, make them hate their country and hate each other. You know, hence crit- critical race theory. Um, you know, maybe erode their borders fuck over their sovereignty keep keep some open borders going going on maybe um own some of their media and newspapers own some of their politicians and if you can tamper with their elections even better you know maybe they'll use these dominions <coughs> dumb onion dumb onions these dumb onion machines maybe you can hack those maybe hack their uh infrastructure maybe hack their pipelines you know, maybe put a leader in there that's going to do the opposite of what should be done. And all the while, make somebody like Trump look bad. Yeah. And, and you, there you go. There you, you have it. Yunmi Park made a, when you know, Rogan asked her about Trump, and she's like, the one good thing that he did do, for sure, without a doubt, is calling out China. He said he's the first president in history to call out China and the CCP and what they're doing and how the United States has to do something about it. And meanwhile, so many people in the country were just like, no. Oh, man, we, we got to make a... Can you make a clip out of that? Yeah. You can? Yeah, yeah. Because... I'll screen record with, it and make a clip Well, out. I've tried that because when Jay Prince was on Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. I tried doing a screen grab, and I don't know how Spotify worked around it. Mm. It wouldn't let me. Interesting. Mm. I did one with somebody, and it let me do it, but maybe okay. they changed the... Dude, if you can grab that little part, <coughs> that'd, be, that'd be dope. Okay. I'll try, yeah, I'll try to grab that for sure. Easy with your Delta variant over there. Meanwhile, right? I know, right? Meanwhile... I'm going to try to figure out if I'm part Korean. <laughs> Why? Because your baby looks no, like Yunmi? Well, no, well, yeah, that too. But my <laughs> cousin, my cousin in Mexico, dude, she told me this crazy story, bro. About what? Okay. When, when I went down there to do some shows in Mexico, right? This experiment called Comedy in Espanol. And my cousin that I hadn't seen since we were little kids, she, we were drinking. So I took it with a big grain of salt. But she's like, you know, we got some Korean blood in us. And I'm like, What? She said, yeah. And she started breaking it down. She's like, look, it's actually like a really cool love story because it sounds like a movie. She says, it's, it's, it's on my dad's side for sure, not my mom's side. So she says something like, yeah, our grandparents' grandparents or something like that. They were both from Korea. They moved to Mazatlan, probably to escape the first uh, Kim where when all the fucking communism kicked in maybe i don't know that's now i'm trying to put the pieces together mm. supposedly they moved to um was it Mazatlan? no that sounds like that beach in sinaloa it was like um not Mazatlan. uh somebody's like yelling at their yeah phone. for sure well i can't remember but they moved to um some part of mexico met in mexico and it's like where are you from where are you from oh snap my parents are from there oh snap we came here too oh snap let's fall in love type of thing what but uh, I asked my dad about it. He didn't know anything about it. He's like, what? We ain't Korean? <laughs> Meanwhile, he's looking Asian as fuck. <laughs> um, so I'm going to try to get to the bottom of that because I just feel like I got some revolutionary something in mm. me. Have you... Uh, oh, so I guess you're talking about maybe doing like a 23andMe or something like that? I don't you're want China to, having my give, bio yeah, data. Yeah, yeah, you're trying to give away your DNA like that? Yeah, so like I don't think... Westworld you later? Yeah, I don't want them to clone me like that, bro. They're going to clone you for sure. Fuck. Yeah. 
Either that or they're going to put you into a, you know, a robot. The singularity's coming. They're going to download my brain into another hard drive. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but somebody was talking about Zucks. Mr. Mark Zucks was mm-hmm. giving a talk to someone or something, and he was mentioning how Facebook's working on this next uh, generation of computing where it's going to open up you know, this whole new metaverse or something that's like, Kind of like the internet within the internet, it made it sound. It made it sound like the fucking Matrix, mm. bottom line, right? So I was trying to wrap my brain around this short conversation that they were having about his, which I, I haven't seen it, but maybe it's worth pulling up later and sending to you and watching because it's literally like the guy was talking about they're working on creating the Matrix, you know, a world where it's more enjoyable and, and just better to be in than the actual physical world. Like some, um, like vir- almost like virtual reality type yeah, of thing. Like, yeah, like a VR. Well, as they're trying to turn Americans into Russian serfs, where you will own nothing and be happy. What is it? The Party of Davos, the World Economic, the World Economic Forum? Yeah, yeah, Charles Schloss, or whatever his name is, Charles Schloss. Schwab? No, 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 not Schwab. Uh, Klaus? Yeah. Klaus, yeah. Ese, ese puto. Him, World Economic Forum, the Party of Davos, they're trying to turn you into Russian serfs. That's why it's so hard for millennials to even, like, even buy a home and even have a piece of the American dream. They're making it hard, man. They squeezing, they squeezing us from every angle. Sam Tripler right now is like, yes, Shingo, tell him, tell him. Oh, he him. talked about that? He talked about that all the time. Well, he's right, he's right on the money. That's not conspiracy at all. Um, you did uh, Tinfoil Hat, right? Yeah, it was at, it's going to be a premium episode, so that's going to be behind a paywall. Sweet. And uh, I think he said he's going to send me the file if we want to put it uh, behind our, like, for the Patreon. Oh, badass. Yeah, I yeah. think so, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it got a little controversial in some parts because he had to like backtrack some shit. Like, uh, let me clarify what I was trying to say. But yeah, so what is this, man? Elizabeth Warren wants teen girls to think of abortion as a basic right. Teen girls. Teen girls. Doing abortions as a basic right. So did I put in there who she gave this talk to? I didn't. You mm-hmm. want to take a guess who she had this conversation with? It's a, it's a magazine. It's a sister of a big uh, magazine publication. Let me see. Teen people? Close. Teen Vogue. Uh, yeah, so... Um, I didn't know this, but Teen Vogue apparently in 2012, 13-ish, or no, 15, I think, went a lot more political. So a lot of their content, which is geared to teenage girls, is very political. Make them leftists. I, I mean, that's what it sounds like, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm just reading what I'm, what I'm seeing. Pushing that abortion. Can't, can't believe everything you see on the internet, but it is what it seems like. Mm. Um, the article itself, oh, damn it, where was it? Didn't really have too much to say other than she wants, you know young girls to get out there and be vocal and you know if you if you can post about it she even said if you want to make a tiktok about it or you want to make videos about it talk about your right to you know have an abortion and if there's actual uh, meetings or, or hearings you can uh, attend to in person make sure you go out there and let your officials know how you feel about it so that was interesting considering a lot of americans in big numbers but on both sides i think it was like in the 80s are completely against it after the first trimester so it's like, okay, I guess that's a different conversation. Like the length of when you can have one is really kind of what we're talking about, right? Hmm. I don't know. I figured it was appropriate because we just talked about you having a baby. Man, it's crazy, bro. Like this is a teen magazine and she's talking about it like it should just be willy-nilly. Yeah. Basic right. Like you should be out there twerking, pregnant, sipping Hennessy, popping a plan B pill, you know, in the middle of some type of a riot. Um, let's see. Elizabeth Warren discussed the necessity of abortion rights in an interview with Teen Vogue. The Massachusetts senator equated abortion to the right to vote. She described she described them as, quote, protection of personal autonomy and stated that, quote, this is where the two big fights are shaping up right now. 
quote, the right wing extremists know that if they can keep people from voting, they've got a better chance to impose their views about abortion on an unwilling nation, she said, referring to pro-life advocates as, quote, a small but intensely focused group of people who want to impose their will on the majority of this nation, which is strange because Joe Biden tries to brand himself as the most Catholic president right. in history, but yet he's pro-abortion. Uh, I think that quote of hers is at the bottom here somewhere. Was this it? Uh, we want to make... Um, speak up loud. Is that it? Speak up yes. loud in as many ways as you can. Do it through text and TikTok and Snapchat and Facebook, but also show up in person whenever you can. If there's a town hall or a meet and greet with your local officials, show up, raise your hand, and ask a question. Ask about the issue. Hmm. Hmm. Speaking of TikTok... Uh, American Airlines is, I think, doing a promotion where they give you 30 minutes of free TikTok in the air. Well, you can get on TikTok for 30 minutes. What? Huh. Convenient, right? Chinese-owned app. Hey, man, we're trying to blow up and be, go viral on TikTok. Um, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I'm not mad at their algorithm, though. They let me get a lot of views. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? They let me get like 130,000 followers like in a little while so with what, minimal effort. What you need to do is all those reels that I'm posting on uh Download those, dude, and just yes. go to town. Go to yes. town. There'll be like three to six new pieces of content every day. Yeah, you're killing it. I saw that shit. I was like, damn. Yeah. Rob's been editing. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go to town on that shit. M- meanwhile, you know, with one less podcast I have to do, you know, per week with Mighty Soul Down, we've already got hers all oh, yeah, taken care great. of all month. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be every day just clipping, 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 clipping. And you know what, man? As, as I try to figure out, you know... Because you, you talk to me all the time about like, hey, man, think about what you're doing as a media company, mm-hmm. you know, which I need those reminders. Um, but I'm tr- as I'm trying to figure out, OK, how are you going to go from a touring comedian to creating your stuff more like a media company? Mm-hmm. For example, like how do you just beef everything up? You know, we got all this new uh, equipment and stuff we got to install. Um, I started this Theo Juve uh weekly mini mini episodes so i've i'm i already posted two episodes and i've already got the third one edited for next week and the fourth one already shot so all these little things it's like how do we shift gears from all right man you got to be moving tickets Mm -hmm. you got to begin on an airplane like how do you turn it into like a media empire you know because we look up to like your mom's house yeah you know rogan um Tim Pool, yeah, yeah, all these different people, Crowder, yeah, they found a way to. Uh, so the reason I'm talking about it, what what brought I'm glad that, you bring it up, yeah. Well, the, what brought it to mind is that, like you just finished saying, I'm gonna be shifting some energy towards content creation, yeah, meaning editing, chopping up in little mini bits as a reel or a TikTok, and it's like, how can I do the same? How can I shift some of my energy towards? more content creation instead of just like oh, i got a meme in my phone sure and i'm gonna post at three o'clock mm-hmm. or some shit instead i want it to be like oh shit he posted like this rap video thing for for throwback thursday and he's got the steel juventino thing on wednesday and he went live on monday yeah and he did a zoom with his patrons on tuesday and new new podcast episode mm-hmm. that's how i want to kill it yes i'm glad you're talking about that too and we'll shift gears into this conversation for a little bit because i was thinking about that a lot um over the weekend and for you, it's like you're a comedian first, honestly. You're a comedian first, you're an entertainer. So you have to be able to shift into that gear when you're on tour, when you're on the road, we have dates coming up, 
and not forget about the other content that we do back at home while you're on the road, but it has to, has to be separate, you know, punto y aparte, you know, you're on the road doing comedy and it's not even political comedy, which is great, I yeah, think, at all. Yeah. Uh, but it has to, you, we, we have to cross pollinate and let those audiences know they're going out to shows that are showing up, that are taking pictures, that are doing VIP, that hey, also, you know, whether it's mentioning it after the show or mentioning yeah. it while you're doing VIPs, that we're doing all this other stuff on, we'll call it for the sake of the story, the RPT network, right? Or mm -hmm. the CBTV network mm -hmm. where you're getting your comedy, you're getting the, the you know, whatever we want to call it. I, it. It's more, it's more culture. It is political, but it's all cultural, right? It goes yeah. back to the cultures downstream of politics. Mm -hmm. If we keep it all cultural, kind of like Teen Vogue did, when you go to the Teen Vogue website, which I did just for the story that I read, it, they have it all, um, like Tim Pool has it on his new one. Culture is, is one of the highlighted links or tabs that you're going to click on because it's like politics, COVID, and culture. Like that's just what, you know, is going on around the world and all of it feeds off of each other and we're kind of doing it here. You're doing it with entertainment. We're doing it with the podcast. Mm -hmm. We're doing it with the content creation on, you know, Snapchat and TikTok. But, but yeah, it's got to be, and it has to be micro doses. You know, I know you put a lot of effort into, or we put a lot of effort into long form content, but mm -hmm. when we make the long form content, we then have to take the time to cut it all down. Yeah, parse it down. Yeah, man. Yeah. The attention spans of people are just so short mm -hmm. that everything that we do is basically just, it, it, it's lead generation, right? All these uh, reels over the last two days have gotten more views than most of the actual good, beefy uh, conversations that I've put up with Ed, with yeah. Jorge uh, Ventura, with uh, with even Jonathan Copel. Now I'm going to go back and I'm going to cut up all those into tiny 15 second, you know, yeah. or less uh, clips because it's going to grab that person's attention and want to go listen to the, ideally want to go and listen to the mm -hmm, full episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's just kind of the world we're living in. And it's not, it's not really getting any longer than that. I know TikTok just ramped it up to three minutes. You can post three minute TikToks. <laughs> so what I was reading is that people are, are just speculating that people, that TikTok wants to just know what people want more of. So is three minute TikToks here to stay? Or is it just kind of like a temporary, like what are people actually staying mm -hmm. to watch more of so that when they consume the majority of these short clips, yeah. they're going to for sure, they're going to continue to scroll on this person's profile. And it sucks that it's, you know, a Chinese owned app, which... The way it works with the CCP is, uh, I think it's called Article 7, like in their charter. Yeah, whatever it is, where the, basically they're able to summon whatever they want from whatever company within their country. Mm. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of yeah. sucks that it's like, ah, but Nimolo, all the kids are on TikTok. Yep. American Airlines giving you 30 free fucking minutes. Uh, so we got to get on there. So. Yeah, we y'all just got an inside view, uh, inside baseball. Yeah, super some, inside like baseball. a little meeting. But yeah, we, we expect more bite-sized content. Yeah, as we're trying to shift from touring and ticket sales and things like that to, hey, we're uh, like a media network. Yeah, and somebody made a really good point, and I actually watched this video today, and it, it stuck in my head that, and this can go to anybody that's making content creation right now. So. For you, for instance, if you don't have, especially with a newborn, have the time to necessarily create new content every day, let's just say that you are focused on making your one post a day during whatever the prime time is for TikTok or Instagram, for both of them, mm -hmm. let's say. And let's say it's one o'clock in the afternoon and you've got that one piece of content done, you know, it's edited, it's ready to post and you post it and then you're done for the day because that's all that you really have time to do, right? Well, then on a good day from what I've read, you're gonna, your audience, you, you have about 15% of your audience is gonna see your stuff. 15% of your whole audience on a really good day is gonna see your, on your a post good day. on a good day. Mm -hmm. On average, it's about 5% mm -hmm. of your audience, yeah. as you're seeing right now uh -huh. for most of your stuff. So if you can make the time to then post one piece of old content that you posted weeks or months ago, 
you just doubled your odds of having more of your audience see it because it's not necessarily the same 10 or 15% that's going to see it. They might, but if they're a fan, they're going to know that like, oh, that's good and I want to see it again anyway. More than likely, another 10% of people that didn't see it the first time are going to see that old post. So in a 365-day calendar, you just doubled your output per day by just posting an old piece of content. Okay, some of that math I didn't really compute. Okay. But basically, I think you're saying is like, you can get more bang for your buck by uh, rehashing. Yeah, okay. yeah, and, and, and saving time as well, because then you don't have to create that second piece of content. You already created it. It's, it's already just there. about chopping it down so that people can actually see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, chopping it down and then just reposting it. Because in a day, you, you, instead of posting one post to, to, to 15, let's just say 10% of people, you're going to post two posts that both get 10% odds of mm. audiences seeing it, mm. and you did half of the work because that other piece yeah. of content was already made. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's all shit we're just trying to play with because it changes all the time. You know, it, it's it's all these little nuances that these companies like say, like TikTok. You got to make sure that the music is in your reels. Like the music in their top viral. Like when you go to sound, you know, and it says like top TikTok or top or whatever. Put TikTok it in, viral, in the background. It's got to be in the background, man, because they want to promote those songs. So the yeah. more that that's in there, the higher that your view count will go. And when you're 42, you know, I'm turning 42 in a couple of weeks. <laughs> a lot. It's, it's like a lot. you're up against the algorithm. You're up against, you know, it's shit saturated. Yeah. And you're trying to keep up. So but it's an important fight because like Rob just said, man, everything that's going on, you can view it through the lens of if it ain't political, it's it's about to be because yeah. it's culture war. Right. So when you might be thinking you're just watching an international sporting event, like, oh, this is just the Olympics and this is what we do, you know? Um, you know, I, I'm 40, 42, so I remember Mary Lou Retton being on the Wheaties box, you know, the gymnast. I remember mm. what the Olympics are, what, every four years yes. or what have you? So I just remember those moments and I never thought it would get to the point where it's like culture war. It's like, oh, these people are kneeling. And why is it such a big deal that this uh, young lady from Katie, the wrestler, says, oh my God, I love my country and I want to get thanks to God and this and that. And it's like, how is that so groundbreaking, refreshing and rare? Like you would think, you would think that wouldn't be so rare these days to be like, oh, and I actually love the flag and the country I'm representing that I'm actually competing on behalf of. How the hell is that? Like, how do we get to this point? Culture war. Yeah. Culture war. Pretty All much. culture. Why do you think they want to tear down statues? Why do you think they want to, like, tear everything down so that they can be in charge and in control with their Green New Deal and rule over the ashes? You know? Did you see so, her? You saw her, um, um, the uh, Olympic, the wrestler? You saw her speech? I saw that, yeah, it went okay. pretty viral. Yeah, where it, she's just like, I love, you know, thank God, and, you know, my coaches make me do this and that, and I yeah, love man. America, and it's like, whew, and meanwhile, you got all these other people just, you know, being useful idiots. Yeah. They think they're doing something good by kneeling on behalf of a Marxist organization who doesn't, who don't really care about black people. BLM really don't care about black people. They don't. No. If they did, they'd be doing something about black kids getting shot in, a, in drive-bys or the Afro-Cubans fighting for their freedom and just all kinds of black people that really need to be represented. You know, if you're a black officer that died... In, in the middle of the riots of summer 2020, you'd be celebrating their life because supposedly all black lives matter. Yeah. But no, this Marxist organization only wants to amplify and highlight when it's like at the hands of a white man, at the hands of police, just so that they can say defund the police. And then fast forward, the Democrats are blaming that 
on the Republicans. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> it's no wonder people honestly just tune out from a lot of this stuff. Oh, my God. Boy, y'all think y'all slick. Yeah. Man, y'all think y'all slick, Joe. Woo! Joe be dividing. I threw that Joe in there because people from Chicago, they call everybody Joe. Do they? Yeah. That's like a slang. Oh. Yeah. So I threw it in there so people from Chicago could be like, see? He's on the right side of the culture war. That's what's up. So Joe B. Dividen says it again. He says he's coming for your guns. Dude. Come and take it. P word. You know what I'm talking about? Come get these ARs. Bro, um, before you press play on this uh-huh. clip, uh-huh. speaking of coming for your guns, on one of those Fox Nation uh, episodes, they talked about one of the biggest gun grabs In that Australia? happened. No. Or New Zealand? In America, bro. Oh. Katrina. During Katrina, oh, the buyback, right? No, no. check this out. Oh, no, bro, whoa, check this whoa. out. School me. Here we go. All right. So, anytime there's a crisis and an emergency, some people want to take advantage of that, right, and exploit that. So, when Katrina happened, all hell broke loose. People were dying. I mean, you had like infrastructure crash. Cell phone towers didn't work. Uh, people were looting. I mean, it was chaos. So, I guess it was the local government took it upon themselves to go into homes with uh what was it police and sheriffs and things and basically confiscated weapons they tackled a little old lady who had a pistol um people needed their guns they were trying to defend their homes you had a community i believe it was in the french quarter who basically the neighbors got together and said hey man we got guns you got guns let's just have be a lookout and let's just try to protect each other and be safe well the media spun it as white um white elitist militia something or other racist they tried to turn it into a race thing and um anyway my mind was blown that in america when you had the second amendment how did they subvert and bypass the constitution like how did they go around that second amendment and go up in people's houses and take their guns just because oh well you know it's flooding and shit that's wild it's super wild if you go on fox nation you could watch that so since we're on the subject i'll play the the joe joe b divide clip here in a second but this reminded me i'm sure you know the stat if not you know let's just chat about it real quick I, this is what i thought you were referring to Mm-mm. and this is how vox you know yeah. reports it very very left-leaning but australia confiscates six hundred fifty thousand guns and they say you know murders and suicides go down this is from i think 17 or 18 but think about what's going on in australia right now I mean, they've got chopper. They have the full-fledged military force keeping people indoors. Right now, I think it's only a couple hundred troops, but they're going to ramp it up. And here's another thing to contextualize what Australia is going through, all right? China has had its tentacles all up in Australia. They really control a lot of Australia. Uh, They punish Australia all the time via... um, trade like any little thing australia does that china don't like they'll be like well guess what we're cutting y'all off we don't want none of y'all's coffee or none of y'all's whatever they have whatever um commodities yeah commodity that they they trade so that's a big factor as well that's a recipe for destruction if you got china all up in your mix already controlling certain factors of your government and your society and you take away the weapons and you got a little pandemic going on somebody's gonna fucking try to take some power straight up all the power all the power but here's a clip from your boy joseph breezy joe b, du- 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 joe b. continue to fight this uh 
for more common sense gun laws. And, uh, and we're going to continue to call on Congress to take action, which they've been reluctant to do. That includes a ban on assault weapons and high capacity magazines like the one used in El Paso. <laughs> the idea anybody needs for a pistol and or a rifle. Notice he said Anyone pistol. 10, 12, 20, 30, 100 rounds in a rifle. It's just, uh, it just makes no sense at Bitch. all. Zero. Fuck Doesn't you, man. Doesn't violate anybody's Second Amendment rights to say you can't do that. But it just has to stop. And it includes using my existing authority, which I have, to, uh, from reining in ghost guns and uh, to uh, investing in community policing and community violence intervention. Nah, cuh. Somebody needs to juice him up with whatever they've been juicing him up for the last two years because he looks like he's about to fall asleep on that chair. You know what's funny, man, is um, I, I think I had to go run an errand or I, I went to do something, but Marisol was uh, in the hospital bed and she had CNN on because she was just trying she to loves see, pain. She, she loves pain. Yeah, she loves pain. <laughs> and um, I guess a, a black nurse walked in and she had CNN on, and Joseph Raheem Breezy was on TV. And she was like, I I'm trying to remember all the little things she said. Yeah. Because Marisol told me. And uh, one of the things she said was, what they give him today? He looked real alert today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like she was trying to red pill Marisol. Hell yeah. And she said some man, what else did she say? Um, oh, she said that she wasn't trying to get the jab, but they like forced her basically. Because she's like, well, I do have these other conditions. And, you know, they kind of like twisting my arm uh, yeah and uh but she sounded pretty red pill but um but but before we just move on from that that was very very important it should be very alarming you know if you're china or if you're a power hungry american government even even without a foreign entity involved right it should be very alarming that they just want to trample on that second amendment um, it's like, sir, mind your business. Like your little rhetoric talking about, oh man, there's no reason. If you notice, they're using those key little words like assault weapon. What the fuck does that mean? Assault weapon. Exactly. What does that mean? You, you trying to say that there's certain rifles I can't have. That's what you're trying to say. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I, there was another clip where he said, what you need all that for? You trying to buck up to the government? You're going to need tanks and jets for that. Yeah, F-A- F-A- we got nukes or whatever it was. Yeah, like who the fuck? I bet everybody bitch. in this cabinet was like, oh my God, he just said that on live TV. This motherfucker <sighs> said, bitch, we got nukes. We you trying to nuke us? We didn't give him enough of the shit to make him clear headed today. Obama didn't whisper in your ear, tell you what to say. The teleprompter didn't help you out. Get him off the stage. Get him off the stage. Hey, but, Roger that. But hey, most, most votes in history, uh, cleanest, fairest election ever. Um, and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. They just try to, like, bamboozle you. Thanks a lot, George Lopez. Fuck, dude. Thanks a lot, George Lopez. Look at, look at what you promoted, bro. Look at what you doing over there, Eva Longoria, John Leguizamo. Man, y'all some useful idiots, bro. Like, just come out and say you a Marxist, bro. Come out and say it. I don't give a damn. I'm not trying to tour comedically my whole life anyway. I know Hollywood ain't going to accept me anyway. They don't want some real talent over there. You got the Best so, Actor Award, though. I, you know, I am nominated for Best Drama Performance in drama. a short film. Uh, no, I'm talking about. But um, just come out and say it. Right? Admit you were wrong. Admit. I mean, shit, bro. You ain't got no guns? Like, what, what the fuck? And Beth O'Rourke, too, man. I can't believe I took a picture with that man. 
<laughs> I can't believe I went on stage with that man. Uh, you about I'm a rally. feminist. Yeah, I said I'm a feminist on stage. Jingo was spitting bars, you know, with him on stage, rapping at his concert or whatever yeah, it was. was like, Everybody, ho, 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 hey. Nombre. When I say CC, y'all say P. CCP. That's <laughs> so dumb. Um, yeah, man. I know. But luckily, we're in the United States and we can actually talk about this. We can shine light on it. We can, yeah, right. Fun, we can poke fun at it still. We can, uh, thankfully, thankfully. So, thankfully, we don't have to speak in code. Well, kind of, kind of. People are getting real clever with their code, too. What the fuck's going on with my fucking ring cameras? Oh, man. Mighty Soul text me talking about who's here. And I'm trying to check my camera. Somebody's ringing the doorbell, she said. You want to go run up there? Fuck, bro. I, I, we still got a little bit more time to go. We, well, we're at, at exactly an hour, so okay. wrap so, it up and we'll yeah. pick up tomorrow. Yeah, because I, I got to go get my AR real quick. Do it. Yo, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I need some of that juice they're giving Joe Biden because, man, I'm, I'm very sleepy today. Um, my wife is MVP. She went through a lot to, to deliver our little baby. Uh, very blessed, very grateful for you guys as well um all the uh what's the word all the congrats that you guys sent me all Love the and support everywhere real talk all the patrons really feel it my concerts are going to be like baby showers uh <laughs> we, right now we need newborn pampers and then i'll let y'all know when she moves up to little swaddlers <laughs> and then little crawlers and then little toddlers but uh yo thank you guys so much keep your head on a swivel don't fall for the okie doke um look out for the culture war don't let these celebrities walk you off a cliff you know really start to look at things things through that lens um you know participate speak up the same way elizabeth warren told people to speak up on behalf of abortion speak up on behalf of freedom man on behalf of liberties on behalf of the constitution uh, stop letting people trash our country talk down on our flag you know what i mean um anyway you guys are the bomb thank you guys so much for tuning in i'll see you guys real soon but keep it locked right here more episodes coming thank you yes yeah.